Nyata. Hello. My name is Alison and I pastor a little church called Sanctuary and we meet on the lands of the Eastern Ma Nation and pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. I'm constantly delighted at how rich life can be when we position ourselves to hang out with strangers. This week we're hearing a story about Father Abraham who also welcomes strangers one fine day and has a good chat with God. The content of the chat is fascinating and makes his wife Sarah laugh. And you can read about it in Genesis chapter 18. It's a reading set for proper six in the year A, but I'm not telling it here. Instead, our focus is simply on Abraham's hospitality. So let's begin. So here's old Abraham dozing in the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. Sarah's inside having a nap. The air is heavy. The afternoon still. Somewhere a fly buzzes. And the Lord appears to Abraham. And he looks up and sees three strangers down the road, emerging out of the shimmering haze. Abraham yawns. And then he blinks and registers and leaps up. He runs down the road to the strangers and he begs them to let him serve them. He offers them a place to wash and just a little morsel of food and drink. And then he hurries back to the tent and sticks his head inside. There he tells Sarah to whip up some fresh bread and quickly. And then he chooses a fat calf and slaughters it and makes a yogurt sauce. And the little morsel becomes a feast. And they talk and eat and speak words of blessing. And the story tells us that God was part of the conversation. The text isn't clear. We don't know if God was one of the three strangers, or all of the three strangers, or separate to the strangers. But we do know that God was part of the conversation. This isn't the only Bible story where people share food with strangers and find themselves in God's presence. I think of Cleopas and his companion, who encounter a stranger on the road to Emmaus, and of course three people walking down a road reminds you straight away of this story about Abraham. Anyway, Cleopas and his companion and the stranger walk and talk together. And then as night falls, they embody their teacher's hospitality and urge the stranger to eat with them. And as they share food and drink, they recognise the teacher himself, the risen Christ, and they are filled with joy. I think also of Zacchaeus, called down from a sycamore tree and told he was hosting Jesus for dinner. I think of a young boy who gave his lunch to Jesus and saw it turned into a feast for thousands of people. I think of the disciples out fishing who see a stranger on the beach and sent breakfast. And no doubt you can think of other stories where a meal with strangers turns into a heavenly banquet and a celebration of God's kingdom come. But why is hospitality so important in the Bible? Why is this focus on sharing food with strangers? Well, let's go back to Abraham, the father of our faith and renowned for his hospitality. All around him, people bowed to idols. They bowed to sun, moon and stars. They bowed to statues made of stone and wood. They bowed to phallic poles and sex and temple prostitutes. They bowed to kings and they bowed to power and wealth. They bowed to the slave drivers of Egypt and they turned away from weekly rest. But as the psalmist cries out, 
To bow down to anything other than the one true God has deathly consequences for people. They have eyes but cannot see, ears but cannot hear, mouths but cannot speak, and by implication, their hearts have turned to stone. In other words, they lose their humanity, and that is a terrible thing. For as we heard last week, God made people in God's own image, male and female, God created them. Even so, over time, people become like the things they worship, the things they pay attention to, and the things that they serve. So if we want to become more fully human, we must pay attention to the one true God. And this means paying attention to that which God placed their image upon, that is, other people. A focus on celestial objects or sex, power, money or work turns those things into idols and when we bow down to them, we are hollowed out. But a loving focus on other people orients us back to God and refreshes God's image deep within us. And so we look into the face of the stranger because as Abraham shows and as Jesus teaches, to welcome the stranger is to welcome and to serve God. During shutdown, many of us have had our usual activities cancelled. As restrictions ease, however, things are quickly ramping up again. Keeping busy, people are already asking. Super busy, people are already replying. Because that's the expected and important thing. In our world, unless we are busy, we tend to feel worthless. Idle hours are wasted hours. And just sitting around is seen as a sign of laziness, unpopularity, even failure. At least these are the pernicious lies of capitalism, the lies that we tend to internalise. And they drive us to spend every waking minute working, studying, shopping, driving, cooking, cleaning, improving, participating, catching up on that unmissable show, visiting with family and friends and engaging in endless extracurricular activities. It's very easy to go along with the flow and to live this way. Many of us have demanding jobs, regular visits with parents and in-laws, very busy and active children, various interests and activities, lots of friends and reasons to travel, and multiple faith communities. Coming out of shutdown, we are tempted to pick up all the relationships, restore all the activities and reactivate all the networks. We're tempted to jam-pack the diary once again and start sprinting on that treadmill. And that's a choice we can make. But Abraham was just sitting in the shade when strangers came wandering down the road. Cleopas and his friend were out walking. Zacchaeus was perched up a tree. The little boy was roaming a hillside and the disciples, well, they had gone fishing. Not one of them was doing anything much when a stranger walked by. The kind of stranger who needs to be invited in, who turns your life upside down and shows you the meaning of blessing. And I wonder, the next time a stranger crosses your path, will you invite them in? Will you put on the kettle, prepare some food and settle down for a long and rambling conversation? Will you be curious enough to look deeply into the stranger's face 
and seek the image of God? Will you be open to surprises which make you gasp or laugh and which change everything you thought you knew about the world? Or will you be too busy, too important, too distracted to even notice the stranger? Will you simply brush past them as you race down the road, heading to the next thing and the next thing and the next? Emerging from shutdown is a chance to change your priorities, to stay slow, to say no, to savour the Sabbath, to recognise the abundance of enough, to make space in your life. Don't let God stroll right past your door. Make room. Make room and be ready to invite the stranger in. And I pray. I pray that you will be ready to host with generosity and grace. I pray that you will not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for it is as strangers that angels come. And may God's promises make you laugh. May you glimpse Christ Jesus in all whom you meet, and may the Holy Spirit fill even your barren places with a quickening pulse of new life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If you value what you heard, there's always more to read on our website at sanctuarybaptist.wordpress.com. Sanctuary is funded entirely by members and supporters. If you'd like to support the work of this little church, you can make a donation via PayPal, and you can find the details for this on the website. It's been good to have you with us. Peace be with you, and we'll catch you another time.